Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Coming up on this week's edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show, Ryan Snyder welcomes back high school football. We're going to do a rundown of the key teams that play this week and what it means for Penn State in the class of 2023. And we also have a new class of 2023 Penn State offer to talk about. We're going to get into all that and more right after the intro here on the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. He's Ryan Snyder. I'm Greg Pickle. It's the BWI Daily Recruiting Show, Tuesday, August 23rd. Brian, it's an exciting time of year. I don't know where the summer went. I don't know how kids are going back to school all of a sudden, but we're there. The summer is gone. June, July, and most of August have flown by. Penn State football is almost here, Ryan, and high school football is here as well. So we're going to get into some of the games to know about the class of 2023 and Penn State here in a little bit. But I wanted to start with the newest offer that Penn State sent out in the class of 2023. It went out on Sunday to a defensive lineman as Penn State continues to try and round out this class. Let's just start there and take a look at what that means for Penn State moving forward. Yeah, I'm shaking off the vacation rust over here, knocking my microphone over. Sorry about that. <laughs> there was a big bang there for everybody. Uh, yeah, Sam Green from St. Francis, uh, 6'2", 260-pound defensive lineman. Was able to catch up with him, oh, what was it, I don't know, Monday or Sunday evening, I think it was. Penn State offered... Uh, a couple hours before I caught up with him. I don't know. It was like late Sunday afternoon. Uh, Green played for Rock Creek Christian last year. And uh, don't I don't really have a ton of information on his season last year, but I know he transferred to St. Francis. Uh, I don't know. I think he announced in December. Been practicing with them throughout the year. And 
Uh, he's just getting a lot of positive reviews from St. Francis coaches. Of course, St. Francis is a powerhouse program of Baltimore. So uh, some of his practices can probably is as, as competitive as any game he'll face. But they did go up to Paramus Catholic this past weekend for a scrimmage. I think he had something like four sacks and three tackles for loss and 12 plays, which is pretty darn impressive. And uh, yeah, I think schools are really kind of catching on to him right now. The Boston College offered, I think, a couple hours after uh, the, the, the Paramus game and then Texas A&M offered, what was it, Monday uh, Monday uh, evening, I believe it yep. was. So, yeah, we'll see where this goes. Uh, he has Buffalo and Temple and Old Dominion and a couple other schools. But it, it's clear that Division One schools are going to come calling here. Uh, just, just going through some of the schools that are starting to reach out to him now, in addition to A&M, I know Auburn, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Tennessee, USC are just a handful of the top programs that are now looking into him. You know, he he, he mentioned that Penn State was a one of his dream schools and all those positive things that, that we hear from a lot of recruits. So he was smiling from ear to ear to get that offer. So, that, you know, it, it means something. But I wouldn't be shocked at all if he has a dozen offers here uh, come early October, uh, which early October looks like it's going to be a significant point in this recruitment because St. Francis has three straight bye weeks, which is interesting. Wow. And this is a whole, we can talk about this maybe with the high school games, but just the fact that these powerhouse programs like St. Francis and IMG, they don't play in a league. So when all the other high schools are playing their league competition in October, they're having problems finding games in that time of the year. So St. Francis is going to have, they're not going to have a game October 7th, October 14th or October 21. So th- there's three weeks right there that if Green has the offers he wants and is in a good position where he can take back-to-back-to-back official visits potentially. So we're getting a little bit down the road on that. We'll, let's see what happens there. But, of course, that Minnesota whiteout game is uh, is that the 21st or the 14th? I yeah. think it's the 21st uh, for Penn State this year. 22nd, I believe it would be. But uh, and it's just something to, something to keep an eye on potentially. But he's got to build a relationship with them. This is just kind of one of those offers that just popped up out of nowhere. There's no – there's no prior talks, really. He said Poindexter came to his school when he was at Rock Creek back in the day. But this is this is we're starting from scratch here uh, when it comes to the relationship, and only time will tell where it goes. Yeah. So obviously, all the other schools you mentioned are in a similar boat. Uh, Buffalo currently the leader in the on three recruiting prediction machine. If you're somehow listening to this and a Buffalo fan, I just have bad news for you. I don't think that that is going to win out in the end, but. Uh, Penn State obviously trying to get back into St. Francis, Ryan, a place that has been a struggle uh, to get players from uh, over the last couple of recruiting cycles. So we'll see where this goes. Well, I guess let me just finish the, this part of that conversation with this. What does it tell you about defensive line recruiting at this point that they're looking for somebody else? Do you think this is a reaction to Jalen Thompson, who committed to Michigan State on Monday night, uh, obviously a player that Penn State was targeting? Or do you think that this is something where – like the other schools, they saw the scrimmage film and, and moved him up the board accordingly. Uh, well, 6-2-260, it tells me it's more of a reaction to Will Norman, who committed to yeah. Florida while I was on vacation last week. I think it was August 13th. So I think it was that about 10 days from uh, 10 days ago. Sounds about so, right. yeah. That, yeah, I mean, Will, I mean, he's going to be a defensive interior guy, I believe. Again, 6-2-260. I don't have total accurate numbers on him. We'll get them eventually with time, but... Certainly in the 250, 260 range, that's kind of where Penn State starts looking for interior guys that, of course, can grow up to the 280s and whatnot. So uh, I think he's more of an interior guy. But, yeah, I mean, Will Norman was a, was one of those guys that Penn State was still pushing hard for. There's other guys out there. But, you know, offensive line, defensive line, 
maybe running back or kind of those feel like three spots where Penn State would like to add someone potentially uh, more so O-line and D-line than running back. Uh, but just where they're going is kind of up in the air. And we're at the point now where you got games coming up, right? So let's evaluate uh, before mm-hmm. you just start pushing for players that you have old film for, you don't have reliable info for. I mean, I've been, we're switching a little bit here, but I've been digging on O-line now for the past couple of days since I've been home. And just everybody I speak with is just like, there's really not a lot of movement with any specific player or two. Of course, now I say that they're probably going to offer somebody the next day, but uh, I don't, I don't get the, the next 10 minutes as we finish this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens sometimes. I look so stupid when I say that stuff. But uh, I don't get the vibe that that's coming. I, I think that they really are just, hey, we're it's August 23rd. Pretty much a good portion of the country is going to start playing high school games here on Friday. And, and uh, you know, give it give it three or four weeks to get some updated film on some guys. I mean, I know, I know Troutwine has shown some interest in a few potential junior college guys. Maybe that could be something to keep an eye on. But uh, where that all goes, I just, I just think we're a couple of weeks away from those answers. I think maybe – mid mid September maybe late September we could start seeing uh, some some true top targets emerge I mean Caleb uh, Luma I believe it is out of out of Arizona he told me that he's had some preliminary talks with Penn State's recruiting staff but but not a whole lot there to 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 really talk about at the moment which it's always the case in August man this is this is right. the slowest time of the year uh, guys switch their focus to their seasons coaches switch their focus to the seasons and of course yep. when you have new film and new information coming here in a couple weeks it's you're kind of just in a dead spot hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, so stay tuned to Blue White Illustrated for the latest on that. Obviously, as we get into the high school season here, you're going to see first three or four games worth of film, and we always see some movement then. So bluewhiteillustrated.com, it's $1 for one year of access. We say every week it won't last forever. We promise it won't last forever. So jump on that now if you haven't already. But, Ryan, let's move into what you were just talking about and the idea that we're almost to high school football season. So we're going to get a chance to see Penn State evaluate some players. And we're also, of course, going to get to see uh, their commitments on the field for the first time and final time in high school as seniors. So I don't know where you want to start the pecking order here, but I know we have a pretty good slate of games to look forward to here at the end of this week. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, across Pennsylvania, that's starting this weekend. So we're going to get to see uh, – Javen Williams back in action, Joey Schlafer, a bunch of guys, uh, Jameel Lyons. Jameel Lyons, actually a game I think I'm going to attend this weekend. Uh, Greg, you and I have been talking about this. I, I'm in a wedding next week, and Roman Catholic comes to Trinity, which is now in my backyard right. uh, living here in Camp Hill. And I'm really bummed about it. You know, I got your good friend. You got to be there for the, the uh, you know rehearsal dinner the night before. And, you know, that, that was a game I was highlighting. Well, 
Wilson actually hosts Roman Catholic this weekend. And Wilson's a quality program up at Reading. It's about an hour drive away. So I think that's what I'm going to do Friday night. Uh, go see Tysir Denmark and Jamil Lyons. So that's a game that I that I have kind of circled right now. I don't I'd have to learn more on Wilson, I'd be honest. Uh, I, I haven't read a bunch on them so far this year, but I will be here in the coming days. But, of course, uh, they asked, they offered uh, – was it, I think it's Ash Roberts, too, a, a young 2025 prospect coming up through the ranks there from Roman. And uh, there's a few others, too. I know uh, one of the offensive linemen they've offered. So Roman has some quality guys there. I think that's an opportunity to, to – if you're in the Reading area uh, – Friday night, that might be a good game to check out. Yeah, um, but for sure. also Joey Schlafer, of course, plays uh, Daniel Boone as well, uh, which used to – it's called the uh, the Pig Iron Bowl, I believe. They used to play each other all the time, and then Exeter yeah. moved to five, 5A, five and, and Daniel Boone's still at 4A. But the, there are three games I really want to get into that uh, really stand out to me this weekend. Uh, the first one, I think Penn State fans will always get the – will get the opportunity to watch Saturday. Uh, St. Thomas Aquinas hosting St. Joseph's Prep. What's hilarious to me about this one is we have the Philadelphia powerhouse going down to Florida and the two Penn state commits are on the Florida team and not right. the yeah, Philadelphia what are the powerhouse. Odds of that? Yeah. What are the odds? Right. Of that? Right. Yeah. And I would even argue that Jordan Lyle, who's the 2024 running back, who's been up to Penn state twice now and hasn't visited any other school. That's just crazy to me too, that a young uh, prominent 2024 prospect from Florida has visited Penn state twice, but not a single other team in the country. Uh, he's another guy that I think Penn State has a real foot in the door with over some of the guys at St. Joseph's Prep. Now, don't get me wrong, David, David Washington will be a guy Penn State yeah. considers hard. And, of course, Anthony Sack is a 2025 guy that we're going to be talking about a ton. But, yeah, I, I can make the argument right now that the three prominent guys in this game are all on, are all on St. Thomas Aquinas. But, of course, King Mack, Conrad Hussey are going to be in this game. This game is, at ESP, is on ESPN at 12 p.m. Eastern time on Saturday. So, I know Penn State fans are excited to watch some football. Of course, I am as well, and uh, I think that's a great way to, to start your Saturday. Is that the is the is the uh, Northwestern Nebraska game at noon for Fox? I it was ju- literally just looking. It's in Ireland, line, so yes. so I would think it would be. You know, like Fox yeah, wants to have new so games, well. and it's in Ireland. Yes. Yeah, but anyway, you can flip back and forth, watch some Big Ten ball. Uh, watch watch Penn State's uh, two future. No, right. It actually is going to be well. It's a five thirty local time start. So now they're going to make me do some math. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. No, that, that's, new. that's new. Yeah. That's new. That's new. Five thirty in yeah, Ireland. Well, it'll be twelve thirty. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only yeah. I went to England once, so I always know it's a five hour time difference. Gotcha. But and I'm a big soccer guy, so that's anyway. Uh, I'll bore you guys later with that stuff. But uh, but yeah, there's, that's a fun game to watch. Of course, Emilio Agard's in there. I've talked about Emilio a lot. I mean, I just. Yeah, I think Penn State will be top five or so with him, but I just think in the end right. he's going to end up down south. Uh, Brenton Raymond's a Brandon Raymond's a, a pretty good uh, uh, wide receiver prospect for St. Joseph's as well. But Samaj Jones, they also offer the quarterback prospect. We'll see where that goes. I think it's clear Brandon, uh, Jaden Bradford, and a few others uh, are ahead of him at the moment. But as a quality game, I think Penn State fans should keep an eye on this weekend as well. Uh, two more I'll roll into quick. Bishop McDevitt taking on Emotep Charter. That is in the Chambersburg Peach Bowl, which is pretty cool thing Chambersburg's doing this year, yep. uh, where they're having six games, I think two Friday and four on Saturday. Uh, and, and I think the biggest game of the week is uh, is that Emotep Charter, Bishop McDevitt game. Uh, though I will say uh, Harrisburg's playing St. Vincent Pilate on, uh, on Friday as well. That should be a fun game. And I know Steel High's playing yeah. somebody. Of course, Steel High has some quality players there. But uh, – 
Emitap, Bishop McDavid, I think fans, anyone who follows uh, Pennsylvania high school football knows those two programs well. They both made it to the state championships last year, both lost in the state championships last year, and and, uh, both schools have a ton of prospects. Of course, McDavid's uh, powerhouse here in Harrisburg, Rico Scott, four-star wide receiver, is going to be a pretty important prospect for Penn State this year. Uh, He'll be the guy that I'm really focused on. And the big reason – this is the game I'm attending Saturday – is Rico Scott is should be lined up with Kenny Woosley, Woosley, the 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 majority right. of that game, of course. Uh, Emetev Charters, uh, twenty twenty four up and up and coming cornerback. So watching that dynamic there, of course, you have Stone Saunders, the twenty twenty five uh, quarterback for Bishop McDevitt. Uh, he's got some quality offers there, and uh, Bishop McDevitt has a ton of other players too. Marquise uh, Williams, of course, he's headed to Minnesota. You have Gabriel Rena, uh, Virginia Tech uh, offensive lineman. Um, there, there's a few others there for McDevitt. And then, of course, uh, uh, Imatev Charter has Samaj Bridgman, who was originally at Archbishop's Wood, just transferred to Imatev in the offseason. Ramir Stewart's still out there, 2023 guy. I don't, I don't, I really don't think he's going to end up at Penn State at this point, but he's got some quality offers and he's a quality player. And uh, just one of those guys who's just been very laid back with his recruitment, hasn't been taking as many visits as so many other guys, and just feels like a recruitment that's going to go to the end. So maybe if Penn State has some room at the end, they'll, they'll find room for him. But right now it feels unlikely. Uh, then two other guys I got to mention for Emetep Charter, uh, Jabri Wallace-Coleman, 2025 running back who committed to Georgia not that long ago. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, and then Zaheer Mathis is going to be a really good prospect for, for Emetep as well. He's another – 2025 prospect so some some good guys to to keep an eye on there um and then we got one more game for the weekend too dowling catholic which i never thought we'd be talking about west des moines rivalries uh hey yeah well, i never thought we'd get into iowa high school football period but here we are <laughs> yeah hey I mean, i'll give Iowa has a little more talent than people give it credit for i was going through those uh those iowa rankings the other day and was just just I was a little surprised with 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 the talent that they have there in some places, uh, but anyway, Jackson Smolek's return against Southeast Pollock. Uh, these two played each other last year. T Frank's got the highlights up there. This was the state quarterfinals last year. Uh, this was uh, Smolek's fourth game back. This was ended up being his final game of the season. Uh, they end up losing this game to Sir Polk, and then Polk ends up becoming the the, the state champion. So we have Smolek's start of his senior season against the defending 5A champion in Iowa. And 5A in Iowa is the highest classification. So these are the, the two biggest schools or two of the biggest schools uh, in Iowa, duking it out here to start the season. You know, Dowling Catholic won seven straight championships uh, leading up until the COVID year in 2020. And then they've had two years where they haven't, you know, made the playoffs but haven't made that state championship. So, of course, uh, everybody out there is hoping the Smolik stays healthy which, uh, you know, I think Penn State fans are hoping as well. And uh, this will be a big test for him, especially when it comes to rankings. You know, this is going to be one of his toughest teams of the year. There's, there's three teams that really stand out when I look at that schedule. And, and uh, if, if he's going to move up and, you know, potentially maybe even – I don't know if he'll become a four-star, but, you know, higher three-star rating or maybe even a low four-star, uh, he, ha- he has to perform in, in games like this. So just seeing how he does this weekend – and then in three weeks from now, or in two weeks from now, he's going to play against J.J. Cole in Acting 2, which is going to be another powerhouse game. So those two games, he's got two massive games in the first three weeks of the year. Uh, and I think how he performs there and getting the full film from that will have a big impact on where Jackson Smollett ends up in the rankings. 
So that game is going to be live streamed on the 26th at 7.45 on YouTube. So if you search uh, awesome. you know, Dowling Catholic, you will be able to find that game uh, on YouTube. It looks like it's on uh, it's not the Blue White Illustrated channel, of course. We wish it was, but it's uh, CIS, CISN.TV is the channel there. So you can check out that and obviously discuss it with us inside the Lions Den premium message board. But, yeah, just a couple of thoughts on those games, Ryan. Obviously, I think we're going to get into here in just a second the commitments that – we're most interested in seeing film of this year. And, and of course, I mean, Smolik is number one. There's no doubt about that, obviously, with the injury and the rise that he had and the fact that he's a quarterback. Uh, there's just no question that he's one of the players, I think, Penn State fans and anyone who follows this program in any way uh, are really interested to see what he looks like with pads on on the field. And I know when you talk to Charles Power about that and his outlook on Jackson Smolik, that was one of the things he said, too, that simply – uh, they want to see what he, they're excited to see what he looks like in pads this year. So we'll get a, a chance to check that game out for sure. And then uh, on the other quarterback front, when you go back to McDevitt, I'm very curious to see how Stone Saunders progresses in year two at Bishop McDevitt. Obviously, he is a highly regarded, uh, fre- was highly regarded as a freshman. Now he's in his sophomore year. So we'll see. But yeah, uh, talk about a star studded weekend down in Chambersburg for sure. I, I think that they're mm-hmm. putting on a really neat uh, thing there. And then, as you note, the, uh, game between St. Joe's Prep and St. Thomas Aquinas will be on ESPN as well. So there's plenty of football out there to watch this weekend, Ryan. The days of nothing but baseball, NASCAR, and golf are over. <laughs> yes, they are, which is, uh, I don't know. I enjoy those sports, but uh, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be good to have football back. So the, the Peach Bowl schedule for Chambersburg, by the way, I'll roll through it here real quick. It's Steelton High Spire versus uh, Bishop Canavan. That's a 5.30 kickoff to start it all off on Friday. You have an 8.30 then is that Pilate-Harrisburg game. I was looking into going to that game, but because I don't think I'll be able to make the Roman Catholic game next week, I really got to see Roman Catholic when they come. Uh, towards us a little bit. So I'm going to probably go there instead of uh, the Harrisburg game. And then on Saturday, there's four games, Fairfield area versus Wimber area. There, there, there's some smaller schools there. Uh, William Penn, of course, uh, running back committed to West Virginia. I'm drawing a blank on my, I'm out of my brain right now, but uh, quality prospect there versus Woodland Hills, that Ematep game versus Bishop McDevitt. And then Chambersburg will open up in season at home then to, to finish it all off against central bucks East. So, uh, so some quality games there, but no doubt about it. That Bishop McDevitt Emetep game is the one that if you live in Central PA, uh, and you know Chambersburg isn't truly Central PA; it's down towards the border. But if you live a little, uh, you know, willing to drive maybe forty minutes or so, that's the game to be at. That's definitely where I will be Saturday evening, and then I, I think I will be up in the Reading area on uh, Friday to get a look at uh, Jimmy Lyons and, and the and the crew at Roman Catholic. All right, it's BWI Daily Recruiting Show. It's Tuesday, August 23rd. We're rolling through another week, getting closer to Penn State, Purdue, and also, of course, to start a high school football. So, Ryan, let's wrap things up. A little bit of a shorter show today because, as we've talked about, throughout the month of August, there's just not a whole lot for us to kick around here. But let's talk about this idea of Penn State commits getting onto the field. And let's just take Jackson Smolik out of play. Uh, let's mm-hmm. each pick a player that we're most interested to see on the field in this class of 2023. You go first, pick whoever you want, but obviously there's a few guys and a lot of different ways you can go with this. So where are you pointing to right now? I, for me, it has to be Javen Williams. Uh, I think, is that who you were going to pick? No, I just assumed that's who you were yeah. going to pick, but okay, good. Nope. So look, he's a five-star player and everything physically about Javen is there. And I think Jay would be the first to tell you that it's just about technique and, and mastering those things. I mean, that's the big difference between him and Birchmeyer, in my opinion. They are both physically have everything you want, but Birchmeyer is just a little bit more 
um, technically savvy, a little more polished and those things. So just seeing how Javen takes that next step, you know, we, we watched him multiple times this year come up and work with Troutwine. You know, that's one of the nice things about camp season and being a committed guy is, uh, and living locally too, of course, uh, you can get up there and, and work with those coaches multiple times a year. And of course he has a great staff in the Hawaii missing as well. Uh, I, I just think, I think we could really see him take that next step. Uh, from, from a technique perspective and and also just where is he playing is he playing more guard is he playing more tackle Javen's always kind of right. mixed things up moved around a little bit uh, where I think he'll be more of a guard at least that's where I kind of saw more last year and uh, he moves so well right so you're, you're trying to pull him and do different things with him so it makes complete sense but to me it's it's just Javen Williams's progress he got a five-star rating because of that athleticism and then that's and it's deserved but if he can take a next step from a technique perspective you know, then I think then him and Birchmeyer in my eyes are are pretty equal. And again, I don't want to, I'm not trying to downplay Javen. Uh, I just want to make it clear that, uh, man, if he takes that next step from a technique perspective and just gets better with his hands and tiny little things, man, you're looking at a, you're looking at one of the best offensive linemen Penn State's brought in here in a really long time. Yeah. So I'm going to stay on the offensive line as well, but I'm going to go with Anthony Donko. And the reason being is that when you look at Penn State's recruiting in this cycle, you have a guy like Williams, maybe he's a tackle, maybe he's a guard. Well, with Donko, I think he's probably the closest thing Penn State has to a tackle in this class. Mm -hmm. And we know that they probably want another one, but how does his senior year progress? And what does he show us by the end of this season that can get Penn State fans excited? Obviously Penn State thinks he'd be a player at the next level, but where does he fit in in this class? Because this offensive line class, let's be honest, Ryan. I mean, it was at one point looking like it could be maybe the best one Penn State ever signs. And from a rating perspective, it may still be. But uh, certainly, you know, when uh, when they lost some guys like an Evan Link to Michigan or something along those lines, you know, the uh, the buzz has, has dwindled a little bit. I think Donko can help bring that back. So he's one guy I want to mm-hmm. see. And then, you know, another one's Matthias Barnwell. Because as we've talked about, you know, well, he's listed now by on three as an athlete, but where is he going to play for his high school team? It sounds like probably a little bit of everywhere. So I'm just curious to see what he does this season. He's the rare uh, commit, decommit, recommit. Uh, and, and obviously he's versatile and can play along the line and, and do a lot of things for a high school team, including catching passes, which it no longer seems like he will do at the college level. But I'm just curious to see what his senior season's like, because we've been following him for a really long time. He's a big kid, and I'm just curious to see how he closes things out. Yeah. I mean, Elliot Washington, just from perspective of he's already highly ranked, but I never watched Elliot Washington. I didn't really think he'd end up here. Right. So that's just a guy where I'm, I just haven't watched a lot. Right. So, so of course he's, yep. he's already highly ranked and I'm sure he'll stay that way, but just a kind of excited to see what he does at Venice. They play a powerhouse schedule as well. So you'll get some opportunities to see them, whether it's on YouTube or I got to check to see if they're on uh, ESPN or anything like that, but they, they play some great, some great competition, but there's a lot of guys to go around. I mean, Carmela Taylor is just a, it's a game breaker. Right. And, and, of course, his film comes out really late. We'll be interested to see if he maybe updates his film a little more uh, regularly during the season because last year it was just there was just nothing there. And then like, what was it like mid-May or something? It just pops yep. up and everybody's yep. like, "Wait, there it know, was. who's yeah. this guy?" Right. So you know, but Joey Schlafer, just you know, how how has Joey grown as a player? You know, we we know he's an excellent uh, wide receiver athlete role. You know, he's, he's a little better blocking now, things like that. Not that he's ever been poor at it, but it's just. Every tight end can improve at that at the high school level. So there's so many guys. Donko's a really good one, though. That was uh, one I didn't really actually think of too much. But he actually – he's one of those guys who – he plays guard. He's just like Javon. He plays, primarily plays guard, 
uh, for high school. Right. So does he play a little more tackle this year? That would be a, that'd be a really positive sign to see. And, and honestly, it's probably something I should reach out to his coach about here in the coming days. So lots of guys to pick from. Johnny Shakir, of course, Bill Belton is, is now the head coach at Winslow. I'm excited yep. to see how, how they progress. And there's so many others out there. But uh, excited, man. High school's back. It's uh, a lot of busy Fridays and Saturdays for us. But uh, we do this for a living because we enjoy football. We enjoy sports, right? So we, we can't right. complain about it. It'll be, it'll be a fun time. Any final talk, Brian, as we get ready to wrap up another edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show? Not a whole lot. I mean, I, I would the one thing I, that I was – I worked late last night contacting a bunch of people to try and just get anything I could uh, as far as scraping some things together for this week to get us into next week. And the, the one thing I, I was able to learn, though, is, is that the Ohio visitor list should end up being pretty solid. Uh, Tom Lemming does a photo shoot every year in the state college area and it attracts a lot of talented guys and that this year that is set for the same day as that Ohio game so just compared to some other Mac games that we've seen early in the year uh, that one should be pretty solid of course we already know Zion Tracy's coming up for an official visit that weekend I think there's a real chance a very good chance that Zion Tracy could uh, end up being committed that weekend as long as everything goes well and and uh, because of Lemming then coming up and doing his photo shoot and that meet and greet I think we'll see some quality 2024 guys that normally you don't see come until the Ohio State game, the Minnesota game, you know, some of those better Big Ten games later in the year. So should be something to watch for uh, that. What what we got uh, two and a half weeks from now, something like that. Yep, it'll be here before we know it. And uh, as we always say, there's always something going on in recruiting. Not always a lot, but something. But that's about to change really quickly here, Ryan, as we get into the season and official visits and unofficial visits and all of that good stuff. So for Ryan Snyder, I'm Greg Pickle. That'll do it for this week's edition of the BWI Daily Recruiting Show. Stay tuned to BlueWhiteIllustrated.com for the latest Penn State football news and notes, high school football recruiting updates, and much more. And it's just $1 for one year of access. So join us today at BlueWhiteIllustrated.com. We'll catch you next week. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, Money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 43342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in 
West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 